With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSEN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line. Presented by BetMGM, Femi at Bebefay, rolling alongside my man out on the East Coast in Massachusetts, where it was all happening earlier this week. Josh Applebaum filling in for Michael Lombardi. Josh, how we doing, buddy? It's been a while since we worked together. What's going on? I know, Femi, it's great to be with you. Happy Selection Sunday. Happy Daylight Savings Time. Hopefully your alarm went off this morning and didn't have any mishaps there, Femi. But uh, it's great to be with you. We have a great show today. Really excited for our four guests. It's going to be Selection Sunday, a lot of college basketball Looking at a lot of futures. We actually have some games to bet on today as well. Mm-hmm. A few more conference tournaments. But Femi, buried the lead there. Massachusetts, to our Nesson audience, it was Christmas morning here on Friday because we finally <laughs> had mobile betting launch. Remember, we legalized sports betting much later than I would have liked. I wish we were a little bit sooner here. But finally got the in-person retail betting at the three Massachusetts, Massachusetts casinos about a month ago. We were waiting for mobile to launch because, Femi, as you know, out in Vegas and these other states that have gone legal, we're up to over 30 states now. of the bets in the handle are placed mobile. It's great to go to the book. There's nothing like sweating a game in person. But you know what's even better than that, Femi? Mm -hmm. Placing a bet from your couch, my man, and sweating from your couch. So (laughs) finally, we have it here in Massachusetts. Take advantage of all these sign-up bonuses. Uh, We are so excited to join over 30 states here to now bet from your phone. It's awesome. Everyone's pretty pumped in Boston about this. Yeah, I think that's a bonus pro tip to take advantage of all those bonuses and get as many apps as possible so that you can shop around for the best numbers as we always preach here on VEASAN across the network. But also, it's a great time for mobile betting to launch because we're now into Selection Sunday. The bracket's going to come out later this evening. You'll be betting on so many college basketball games over the course of the next week. Great time. No better time other than maybe right before football season to launch all the mobile betting out there in Massachusetts. So, Massachusetts, we see you guys. We hope you have fun and always bet responsibly. But like Josh said, a lot of fun over these next two hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Josh underscore Insights is where you can find Josh. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up, Tim Murray, a host of VEASAN Primetime and the College Basketball Betting Podcast, will join us in 30 minutes. Who better 
to have on the show on Selection Sunday than Tim Murray, who loves all things college basketball, with the brackets being unveiled later on this evening. Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASAN senior NBA analyst and host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, checks in in about 45 minutes, JVT, with the latest betting takeaways in the association, plus a look at today's card, which has six games. And then Josh Klein, editor-in-chief of the Riot Report, will come on in 60 minutes from right now. Josh does a great job covering all things Carolina Panthers. Who does he think? They'll select with the first overall pick in this draft. We'll discuss that one hour from now. And then Thomas Gable, racing sportsbook director at the Borgata, will chat with us in 90 minutes. TG has thoughts and bets on today's card in college basketball. Plus, what's Selection Sunday like for the guys behind the windows? We'll ask Thomas coming up later on at 8.30 West Coast time, 11.30 East Coast time. But first, Josh, we got to talk about the college basketball that we saw yesterday. And I think I want to start in the Big 12 because it's the best conference in America and we have the two best teams in that conference playing in the championship game. And what a performance from the Texas Longhorns, especially in the second half. They absolutely run away from Kansas, winning that game by 20, 76 to 56. What were your thoughts watching the Longhorns just put away the Jayhawks yesterday? Yeah, that was a really impressive performance by the Longhorns here, Femi, because if you look at kind of the bet splits and the way the market was kind of shaping up for that game is it was a, an obvious public play to take Kansas there. Obviously a powerhouse team. I actually think there's an opportunity to buy low on Kansas right now. Uh, I think they probably will still be a one seed Femi. We'll have to see mm -hmm. how these things shake out right now, but you are looking at Kansas plus 800 right now. I like to buy low off teams off a loss, the pedigree, obviously the experience. You're worried a little bit about Bill Self and his health right now, but you have the star players and they're really one of, one of your best Ken Palm teams based on the analytics. But just in terms of yesterday's game, Femi, I think number one, you tip your cap to Texas, played a fantastic game, but I'm always cover up the, covering up the names of the teams, Femi, and looking at the data in the market and trying to figure out where the smart money's going, trying to go with the pros, trying to go against the betting public. And that was kind of a perfect example of putting on the old hazmat suit, as Michael Lombardi <laughs> loves to call it, uh, and looking toward Texas. Obviously, hindsight's 2020. It's easy to say that right now. But one thing that I noticed there was a really sharp line freeze. And I think this is something that a lot of bettors can apply, especially when we get to March Madness. You get to these really heavily bet games. Femi, when the line doesn't move at all, despite heavy betting, that tells me something. So if you see kind of where this line closed, it was minus two and a half Kansas. Some shops even got down to minus two. Why was that notable? Because using our VEASAN.com bet splits, you're getting around 70% of bets on Kansas. They were the really public play, yet they open around two and a half, stay two and a half, they even got down to two. So why'd that, why didn't that line go to Kansas three or three and a half or four? The fact that it stayed right where it was and didn't move at all despite heavy betting on the Jayhawks, that told me that there was some liability there on Texas. So something to keep an eye out moving forward. Fremi, we'll have a full two hours to talk about March Madness strategies. We have some great betting guides coming out of VEASAN.com uh, tomorrow. But I think what's really important is just remember, it's a great time to go contrarian. There are certain times a year when you have a ton of betting public entering the market. They're going to bet on the big name schools, the big name teams. If you can find some element of sharp action, a reverse line move, a steam move, a line freeze, and you can, you can bet against the public, to me that's a great recipe for success in March Madness. You saw it yesterday with a big contrarian play with the Longhorns. No, I think that's a great point, especially when it pertains to Texas, because I feel like after seeing the game yesterday, a lot of casual bettors are going to look at this team and say, oh, this could be my team to win the national title or to make the Final Four, because their last two high-profile games were against Kansas, the game at the end of the regular season. In Austin, they beat Kansas 75-59, and then yesterday, they win by 20. So you have two big wins over the defending national champions. Maybe look other teams than Texas, and I know we'll talk about brackets and bracketology a little bit later, but just as an aside, like, Texas feels like that's going to be a popular Final Four selection and maybe even a national title selection. 
I think it's a great point, Femi, because once you get to March Madness, all these public biases come into play. But it's also kind of like betting on the NFL, Femi. You know, what have you done for me lately? How did you mm-hmm. look last week, your last game? If you look great, you had a blowout win or you covered the number, boom, public's going to want to ride you again. If you lost or didn't look good, public's going to want to bet against you. But I think as a value-driven better, you kind of want to flip it. You want to buy low on these teams that don't cover or didn't look good. You want to sell high on the teams that did look pretty good. So to your point, Texas, they're definitely in the conversation. They're plus 1,400 right now to cut down the nets. But if you look at some of these Ken Palm rankings, he has them number seven. The team that I would look to buy low uh, on here, Femi, a little bit, and we can break down this game next if you want, uh, UCLA. This is a Mm. team that lost at the buzzer, obviously, to Arizona. But Ken Palm is really high on UCLA. They're actually the number two uh, advanced analytics team. And when I say Ken Palm, it's Ken Pomeroy. He's uh, very famous in the betting sphere when it comes to analytics and comparing his numbers and projections to what the betting market is doing. But that's a team right now, UCLA, Femi, that's plus 1,100. They're tied third best odds here. Ken Palm has them ranked number two. They lost that conference title game. I think that's a team you can buy low on. I know the Pac-12 doesn't always perform great in these big tournaments. Kind of a smaller school, struggle a little bit when you get to the upper uh, upper echelon competition. But to me, that's a team UCLA that can score. If you're getting a decent number around 10 to 1, that's a team I could buy low on going into the tournament. Yeah, and this team has experience going deep into the tournament. Two years ago, they went all the way to the Final Four and lost at the buzzer to Gonzaga in that famous national semifinal game. Then last year, they lose to North Carolina in a really fun Sweet 16 game. Carolina making that run all the way to the title game. But UCLA, they have the experience. My only concern with them is that Jalen Clark, their best defender, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, he's out for the remainder of the season. So I get a little bit worried about, okay, how does that affect their defense? Because the UCLA has been a team that's defended really well all season long Uh, they take the ball away they don't turn the ball over that's kind of what you want from a team to make a deep run to the tournament but UCLA I think had Clark not gotten hurt maybe they win the Pac-12 tournament maybe they win the entire thing but I guess they still have a chance to to cut down the ultimate nets later on in April but the Bruins just sitting where they're at and and it kind of brings me to an overall point that I kind of take into the NCAA tournament but I sort of like teams Josh that come off losses in their conference tournaments. And I don't know if it's just maybe the buy low spot of that everybody most recently saw them lose in a big spot, but I think it adds a little extra chip on their shoulder. I don't like teams heading into the NCAA tournament that cut down the nets in their conference tourney. Everyone's loving them. They're feeling good and all that stuff. I like a little bit of an edge when we get into win or go home situations. How about you? Do you like these teams that kind of stumble a little bit? UCLA, they made all the way to the championship game, but let's say maybe like an Indiana that lost in the semifinals yesterday to Penn State. These teams that have a little extra chip on their shoulder, I think, play really well in the NCAA tournament. No, it's a great point you bring up, Femi. I'm right there with you because, again, you're going to look at kind of a situation with the public where, again, if you played well, they're going to want to ride you. If you didn't, they're going to want to bet against you. But to your point, it's kind of good to kind of, you know, figure out, you know, almost like face your mortality a little bit earlier than usual, Femi, because you get to the tournament. Obviously, everyone's excited. Everyone's nervous as well. But it's the teams that, you know, lose early that maybe say, hey, we, we kind of saw – you know, uh, our, our destiny there maybe come to an end. Our season maybe uh, kind of humble you. And obviously, and we're in New England, Bill Belichick, you know, with the Patriots, always loves to talk <laughs> about humble pie and humbling your team and uh, not getting too high or, or too low. The other way, uh, same uh, point there, Femi. But I, I'm right there with you. I like to buy low on these teams that struggle. You can extract even more, kind of bet against the public value. And just one comment on yesterday's game, Femi, too, Arizona, UCLA. Two things I noticed with that one, and this is really important. Games that open at like a pick 'em. 
Uh, you're going to get all these neutral court games as well. But if you're a very short number, a pick em type of game, a spread of zero, where does the line move? What was notable to me with UCLA and Arizona yesterday is that UCLA was the public play. They're getting around 60% of bets. But look where that line moved. It moved to, to Arizona. It was a little bit late of a, of a move there. So pay attention to games that open out of pick em. Where does the line go? Obviously, you know, UCLA misses that shot at the end. They, they could have won the game. Uh, probably wouldn't have covered. Uh, but whole point being there, uh, also neutral court unders. You get to these neutral courts, it's kind of tougher to score. You saw that under sale under Femi. That was like a 148 down to 147.5. So definitely pay attention to the data. I think it's a great time of year to really put your bias to the side and tell you and look at what the market's doing. That's going to give you a great indication of where the public is and the respected money. We got about 40 seconds left in this segment here, Josh. We'll talk about this also in the in the upcoming segment. We can carry the conversation over. But the Duke Blue Devils, probably the most public team in all of college basketball, they've been red hot, have won nine straight, including the ACC tournament over Virginia yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, Femi. I'm not going to jump on this Dukey train. I am, I'm kind of surprised. I give him a lot of credit, but the market doesn't love him too much. They're 35 to one to cut down the nets, number 21 based on Ken Palm. I don't know if they're going to make a lot of noise. I'd probably look to bet against Duke if they're a favorite in the tourney. Yeah, they've knocked off Virginia 59 to 49 to cut down the nets. There's talk about them maybe being a five seed in the NCAA tournament. They were about an eight seed three weeks ago or so, but Duke's been playing really well. We'll talk more college basketball on the other side. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. 
Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Josh Applebaum, filling in for Michael Lombardi. Nobody better to talk about the betting splits page than our buddy Josh Applebaum, who uses it very, very well for his plays in all sorts of sports, Josh. And, and, and it's just another tool in the toolbox, I think, for a lot of bettors to where they can uh, get an extra edge against the competition. Yeah, Femi, you're totally right. So, you know, you talk to different people, and I think you're going to get different answers about, you know, how to use the betting splits and how important they are. I fully admit, you know, this isn't the end-all, be-all. You're not going to become a millionaire just by looking at the bets and the dollars. But I think it's really important when you're going into a bet to be at least aware of these things. Like, to me, when I'm looking at these betting splits, number one, I'm looking to bet against the public. You're going to get a column that says hashtag number of bets. That's going to give you the raw ticket count. So if I see a team getting 70% of bets, 80% of bets, 90% of bets, boom, right off the bat, that's a big public play. I'd, li I'd automatically look, like to bet against those popular teams. Then what I'll do is compare the bets to the dollars. You'll have that column, that number of money column. That's the handle. That's the overall money that these teams are taking in. So by comparing bets to dollars, what I'm ideally looking to do, Femi, is looking at a team that's getting at least 10% more money than bets. So I like to call it low bets, higher dollars. That's an indication of, hey, you're kind of a contrarian play, less than half the tickets, but more than half the money. Then the final thing, Femi, the important thing is that the line moves in your direction. So that was like that Arizona play yesterday where the line moved in their direction. They were getting, I think, like 30% of bets, but like 60% of money. That's kind of the play that I love to make here. So again, it's not the end all be all, but I think it's so important just to give yourself a tiny little leg up know what the market's doing, and answer two questions. Where's the public? Where are the pros? The Bet Splits page is going to help you do that. No, I think that's a great point there. Just to add extra information. You want to be, you yeah. want to be, get the full landscape before making your selections and being informed better uh, when you make your plays. And also, you can be an informed better with March Madness coming up later on this evening. Our VEASAN Selection Day Sunday coverage is going to be fantastic, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern time with the fellas betting the brackets, Tim Murray, Matt Humans, and Adam Burke. Tim Murray is going to join us in the next segment. We'll talk about the show and also what he likes today and his expectations going into the NCAA tournament. And then from 9 to 11 Eastern, it'll be Ben Wilson, Danny Burke, and Wes Reynolds, plus Daniel Alvari going over the brackets and also some of the NCAA women's basketball tournament stuff with Danielle as well so make sure you, you stick around for that coming up later on this evening if you want some bracket reveal with some betting analysis to go along with it but let's talk about the final five games Josh that we have here on selection Sunday before the bracket gets revealed and there's a game that's going to tip off in about two and a half hours or so in Nashville the SEC tournament championship game between Texas A&M who's looked awesome and then Alabama who might be the best team in the country the tide right now five point favorites total 146 and a half year what do you make of the market movement in this game yeah so Femi I think it's a perfect game to kind of reference these bet splits again what we're looking at from BetMGM right now is a big public play toward Alabama. If you kind of look at the way this game opened and how it moved, you had these openers as low as I saw some Alabama minus three and a halfs here, you know, across the market. And again, I think when you're looking at these uh, betting splits and looking at the market, what I'm trying to do, Femi, is look at the global number where the overall market opened and then compare that to a lot of these sharp books in Vegas, like Circa, like South Point, some of the books on the East Coast. How do they automatically move once a line drops? That's important to me that once the line's available, where the pros hit it early. And again, this is something that pros like to do is they'll compare their projections. A lot of uh, wise guys set, uh, set their own numbers based on their power rankings. Then they'll compare their numbers to what the books have. So looks to me like when this line opened Alabama minus three and a half, you had a lot of respected money hammer the crimson tide here. Now they're all the way up to minus five. You know, I see, I even saw one book. I think that got to five and a half here. 
The one thing that scares me, though, Femi, is that using our VEASAN uh, splits here that we're getting from BetMGM is that Alabama is getting 76% of bets, 80% of the money. So when you get to only like five games today, they're all extremely heavily bet. Bama's a really uh, top seed here with a star player. This is a really public play that, to me, if you miss the three and a half, I'm not really that interested in laying a five and a half now with the public here getting the worst of the number. Also, Femi, look at our, our split here with the juice. Pay attention to what the juice is telling you. It's plus five and a half, minus 115 to Texas A&M. So if you like Texas A&M, based on that elevated juice price, we may be getting back down to five. So if you can find that hook, I'd actually put on the hazmat suit, Femi. I'd lean mm. Texas A&M in the points here, just in terms of a line that's kind of gotten so far away from you. You're buying low. You're betting against the public. Ken Palm does have Al uh, Alabama winning by six, so it's not really an edge based on the Ken Palm projections. But just from a bet against the public standpoint, this is the time of year when I want to bet against a lot of these recreational betters who are just saying, give me Alabama because they're ranked high and they're a really good team. I'd be looking at probably taking the points here with Texas A&M five and a half. Yeah, speaking of ranked high, Alabama is number three in Ken Palm's ranking. So uh, everybody sees how good the tide are with the eye tests and also with what the metrics are saying as well. But if you miss out on the number, we talked about mobile betting in Massachusetts and mobile betting all across the country. You could in-game this thing as well. If Alabama gets out to a hot start, maybe you can get A&M at a better number. So you know, the betting is not over once the, the ball tips off. I just want to <laughs> let folks know that the in-game is always an option as well. Let's get to the Big Ten title game. This one will be played in Chicago. Penn State, who's made this run all the way to the title game, taken on Purdue. Boilermakers, seven and a half point favorites, total 134 and a half. So I just got to admit, Penn State is a team that I have kind of been uh, wrong on for quite a bit here, Femi. They've been marching through uh, their, their past few games here in the conference tournament. They have a bunch of really good players here, but they've kind of not really broken through during the regular season. They've covered a, t a ton of numbers here recently. I mean, you this is kind of a almost like a favorite slayer here, Femi. They were getting <laughs> uh, three and a half against Indiana. They win that game. They're getting two against Northwestern. Had to go to overtime for that one. They beat Illinois getting two and a half. I mean, this team has won a bunch of games in a row. It is a pretty good contrarian play here. They're only getting, I think, about 25% of bets. The public is all over Purdue, 75% here. My one concern, though, is this line has moved quite a bit to Purdue. You know, mm. this game open, I saw some shops like minus six Femi. You're all the way up to, I see a seven and a half now. So, again, similar to kind of that Alabama-Texas A&M game, line's going to the favorite here. If you had targeted Purdue early, laying around a six, I think you're feeling pretty good right now. You're beating the closing line. This is another one of those that uh, my one concern, Femi, is that when you're a dog, who wins outright, typically the public's going to fall in love with you and say, hey, they're getting seven and a half points now. I know Purdue's a pretty good team, but you've seen the Nittany Lions you know, take down all these teams as a dog, so ride the dog here. However, uh, that's not the case. I think the love for Zach Eady, Purdue, a top-ranked team, obviously the public is going Purdue here. The line is going in their favor as well, so maybe it looks a little pro and Joe, where you have a, a majority of public bets and respected money, both going Purdue in this one, but I'd probably follow the same script, Femi. This is a team that is probably going to lose, I would say. Who knows? Maybe they win, but I kind of like taking the points here. If you can wait mm. this thing out, we were showing on our board that the 7.5 is juiced up with Purdue. I'm going to wait, and if I can get an 8, I'm probably going to take a shot here on Penn State. Yeah, there's an 8 where I'm sitting here at Circa. So that Circa, one of the sharper sports books uh, domestically, maybe that's where this thing is headed toward closing at 8. I know I fell into that trap yesterday. I bet Ohio State, because I bet Ohio State against Michigan State a couple days ago. They went outright, and I was like, you know what? Let's ride the Buckeye train. Maybe they're on to something. And then, unfortunately, they ran out of gas against Purdue with it being their fourth game in four days. The American Athletic Conference Championship game, number one ranked Houston, is taking on Memphis. The Cougars, six-point favorites, total 135. But the Tigers tend to give them a little bit of trouble. Yeah, you're exactly right, Femi. So I'd lean a little bit here toward Memphis. I mean, what we're seeing here at BetMGM is that 
Uh, it's not a huge public play here toward Houston. You know, you're getting pretty much a 50-50 bet split, but you are seeing a slight majority of dollars here on uh, on Memphis. And as you look at this line, Femi, a lot of these books open around a minus six with uh, with Houston as the favorite. We're down to five and a half. So it tells me you're taking some respected money here on Memphis plus the points. Uh, if you look at uh, Ken Palm here, uh, it's not a great projection in, in terms of taking the points with Memphis. He's actually got Houston winning by eight points in this spot. So I think it's important with Ken Palm, you respect his data, but I'm not going to just blindly bet every game based on a discrepancy here. Uh, let's see how this thing plays out, Femi, because you made a really good point about uh, in-game betting. You know, you don't have to always bet pre-flop. You can mm. wait, pick your spots. Now that I'm in mass, I can do it from my couch, which I'm so excited yeah, about. <laughs> but but this could be an in-game player, Femi. Like, what if Memphis gets up to a 10-point lead early and you can get a really good number on Houston? That's kind of the thing that I'm looking at here. And also, you know, where do we go late moving? This is a 3:15 game. One thing I love to do, Femi, is, like, look at the metamorphosis of a line. You know, look at overnight, how it opens, how it moves. You wake up, see what it did overnight, and then really look at the late line movement here. Like, remember the Super Bowl, Femi? All that late movement went toward the Kansas City Chiefs. That was Eagles, like, minus 2.5 for quite a bit. All, all the game day movement and weekend movement went toward the Chiefs. I really love it when the limits get raised and you have big bets come in late. It won't win every single time, but what I'm getting at is does late movement break toward Memphis? Do you see this get down to five? That would be a great indication there that Memphis would be the play. So I'll lean Memphis in the points here. How about the A-10 game between Dayton and VCU? VCU, two-point favorites, total 124 and a half. So I really liked, uh, I like I like VCU quite a bit. I wrote the sharp report about VCU, vcin.com slash newsletter. I'm getting a little concerned, though, because they were minus two up to two and a half. Now you're seeing it get back down to two, Femi. So if you can find a two and a half out there, it's pretty juiced up. It's coming back toward uh, Dayton in this spot. Another big public play. VCU rolled yesterday, mm -hmm. getting 70% of bets. Uh, that's another thing. Don't lock yourself in too early. Last night, I would have told you I love VCU. You getting a little concerned. This line's going back toward Dayton. Man, the, the, the markets are moving here on the final day of conference. They're tournament. steaming, Femi. We'll get to, <laughs> the steam train is out. We'll get to the Ivy League game coming up later on the show. But next, Tim Murray of the College Basketball Betting Podcast and Visa Primetime joins the show to talk Selection Sunday. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe on Visa, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Josh Applebaum out in Boston, ready to go with the mobile betting in <laughs> Massachusetts. And also, if you want some more betting insights and, and betting help for Selection Sunday, make sure you check out Betting the Bracket 7 to 11 Eastern time. They'll tackle all the sides, the totals of all the first-round games. Our buddy Tim Murray and Matt Humans and Adam Burke will be in the first two hours. And oh, by the way, hey, we have Tim Murray joining us now to talk Selection <laughs> Sunday and to talk some March Madness. Tim Murray, he is the host of VEASAN Primetime, also the College Basketball Betting Podcast. Tim, we appreciate your time this morning. Before we get into all the games today and, and maybe some futures bets, I want to just discuss 
what you do when the bracket comes out. Because I think it can almost be a little overwhelming for a lot of bettors when you see the brackets coming out, takes are flying, people trying to figure out what their final four is, who their title winner is. But as a better, what, do you kind of break it down region by region or how do you go about it once those openers start to come out later this afternoon? A great, great question, Femi. And uh, as always, appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I, I think there's there's multiple ways to go about it. And I would say, first off, Find a couple teams that you you really either like or don't like. Yeah, you know, let's. I'm just using an example. Let's say, okay, I was always going to fade Tennessee. Just I, the way I like to go about it is, there's always a couple teams, and I'm going to find those teams or have those teams written down, and then when the bracket comes out, I'm going to go rush to that matchup and say, okay, do I like this matchup? You know, I remember last year, uh, Colgate was a team that I very much keyed in on. They played Wisconsin. I think if people remember, I think that game covered by like a hook. So, you know, never in doubt with a, with a situation like that. But and there are also going to be a couple teams that, like you said, Femi, um, you know, we here at VSIN and, and you guys and, you know, you know, Matt Newman's and, and Adam Burke and, and so many others. You know, we've been doing this for a while. We've been covering this season for a long time. So don't fall into the trap of uh, of your neighbor telling you about, Hey, this team is uh, is red hot when they just you know watch their championship game on Thursday night on ESPN. So you know have a couple teams that you look to fade and maybe look to uh, to go against. Maybe we put those to the side. And then as for the region, you know I do think an interesting way to go about it is is to take a look at some updated region prices. Uh, those are going to be much more available now. Uh, I remember last year. Uh, the way Gonzaga's, I think it was last year, uh, the way Gonzaga's region kind of broke down, it was very, very, about uh, two years ago, I beg your pardon. I don't know why. My mm. brain's a little mushy right now. But, you know, take a look at some of those regions and how you think it could ultimately play out and, you know, do a little math in your head. Hey, could there be upsets here? Because I think a lot of people anticipate that, you know, because some people will say, oh, you should go roll over parlay, which is, you know, take them just to win each game. Very logical way to go about it but sometimes the region price if you think this could be a a region that is going to be uh upset riddled then that could be a way to go so i think there's multiple ways to go um you know some people like to just fill out a bracket right away i mean i'm not opposed to that you know your first thought of of how it's all going to play down but i think for me the most important thing and what i'll do tonight guys as we hit the airwaves at seven o'clock eastern here on vsin is i'll have a couple teams that i have written down on my notepad and saying, okay, I want to see these matchups right away. How are they going to attack these particular teams? And let's see if that's going to be an advantageous spot to, you know, take or lay some points in the first round. Tim, it's so great to see you. Thanks for joining the show today. I wanted to ask you in terms of futures, because obviously we're all excited to fill out the brackets. We're excited to bet each game individually. But what I'm really, what I have a lot of fun with is, is getting down on a future and then having kind of a vested interest aside from all the individual games that you bet. So I wanted to ask you one, are you holding any tickets right now for any teams to cut down the nets? And then on the other, uh, on the other side of this, you know, are there any teams right now that you see with value? Like I'm looking at obviously Houston, they're your favorite right now. Your one seed they're plus five, 50 though not a lot of value there a couple teams that just kind of caught my eye are UConn uh Ken Palm has them number four in the country they're 17 to one Marquette has kind of been a team of destiny with Shaka Smart they're number 12 Ken Palm they're 28 to one so Tim any futures that you're holding and then any teams on the board right now that maybe you haven't bet but intrigue you yeah and, and I'll say this um at this point in the game 
I would wait a couple more hours until the bracket comes out just to see what the draw is going to be. You know, Marquette is a team that I think is really intriguing because you look at their run in, in the Big East tournament, Josh, and, you know, they were an underdog in the semifinals. They eke out a win over the over St. John's in the uh, quarters, and then they were fantastic yesterday against Xavier. And I think the biggest thing for me when you look at a team like Xavier, or excuse me, a team like Marquette, is the fact that they're playing much better defense. And there's so many great websites out there um, that you can utilize different resources. You mentioned Ken Palm. Ken Palm's phenomenal. The up, up the adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency, the luck factor. Hey, how has this team kind of played all year long? Are they fortunate? Is it about time for their fortune to run out? Uh, but another site that I like to look at is Bart Torvik. And this is one where, you know, you can filter teams and how they've been playing, you know, uh, at, a, at, a, at a particular clip from you know, the last month, two months, whatever it may be. So, you know, using Marquette for an example on this, uh, their defense, guys, is actually top 30 in the country in the past month, which if you just looked at the raw data uh, of what Marquette has done throughout the season, you know, they're 46th in Ken Palm for ad adjusted per, uh defensive efficiency. So, you know, look at teams, how they are playing, you know, kind of down the stretch here. You look at a team like Gonzaga. Uh, I thought they were one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, you know, maybe is there a little bit of a uh, value on Gonzaga at 18 to one. So they could be a team to take a look at Marquette. I do agree at 28 to one, uh, certainly a team to maybe uh, to key an eye on. So those are two teams. As for me, um, I've got a ticket on UCLA at 14 to one. You know, we'll see what the injury situation is. If UCLA can figure out their health or maybe get out of the first weekend without having those guys and Clark and Bona back in the lineup and then they return, I think they are just as complete as possible. And even though they lost late last night, guys, I would be beyond impressed by the toughness that they have, the veteran leadership that they have. And yes, I know they lost to Arizona late last night in what was kind of a slugfest in the Pac-12 championship. But I think UCLA, just keep an eye on, you know, what their injury situation is. But, you know, a couple longer shots, depending on their draw, that I like to look at. Uh, I think Marquette is absolutely a viable Final Four team. Gonzaga seems to be getting hot right now. And, uh, you know, Miami, with their backcourt, uh, could be a team maybe to make it out of their region. So, you know, peek at their regions when it all comes out. We're speaking with Tim Murray here, host of VSIN Primetime, also the host of the College Basketball Betting Podcast. You mentioned Marquette. You mentioned Gonzaga. You didn't mention Duke. Duke has won nine straight. They've become red hot. They covered every game in the ACC tournament, beating Virginia yesterday. What do you make of the Blue Devils heading into the big dance? Yeah, no, Femi, uh, I've been very impressed. This is a team that, um, you know, I was ready to write off, and I think a lot of people were. And, you know, what we're seeing now is a team that's got a ton of talent kind of maybe rising at the right time. So, you know, it's a first-year head coach. The reason I'm not racing Femi necessarily to take a future on this Duke team is you got to remember that the ACC, this might be the most down ACC we've seen in, in quite some time. When you look at conference rankings, the ACC from top to bottom is a worse conference than the Mountain West, according to Ken Palm. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. You know, how impressive have these wins been, all things considered, However, you look at their run to the ACC championship, and you do have to give them a lot of credit. Pummeled Pittsburgh, an NCAA tournament team, even though the metrics don't like them. 
uh, took care of business against a Miami team that I know a lot of people are high on and, uh, you know, bottled up a, a UVA team that, yes, is usually pretty lackluster uh, offensively, but uh, very impressive run and uh, getting hot at the right time. Haven't lost since February 11th, which was that really questionable loss on the road at Charlottesville. Real quick here, Tim, I know you have a play in the American game between Memphis and Houston. We got about 30 seconds left. Uh, what do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with Memphis. I was hoping this line would move. It has not really. So you can take the six. Uh, I'm curious, just the motivation aspect for Houston here. Obviously, they're going to want to win, but uh, Marcus Sasser is banged up. They want to make sure he's full go for the NCAA tournament. Kelvin Sampson said, we'll see uh, if he's ready. Could, could not play, but I just think Memphis is getting hot at the right time, too, guys. Uh, this is a team that, you know, outside of two losses but two covers against Houston has really been playing its best basketball, just dismantled Tulane uh, yesterday. So I'm going to go ahead and take the six for Memphis, who trying to maybe get up a, a seven line they can pull off the win today. He is Tim Murray. You can check him out later today on Betting the Bracket with Matt Humans and Adam Burke starting at 7 o'clock Eastern. Tim, we appreciate the time. We'll talk soon. We'll be back with JVT discussing the NBA next here on the Lombardi Line. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering basketball fans a chance at winning big, really, really big. The BetMGM March Matchups $10 million Perfect Bracket Challenge is free to play, and it's only at the King of Sportsbooks. Pick a perfect bracket, and you'll be the legend that takes home the $10 million grand prize. Fall a little short? The player with the most correct picks for the entire tournament wins a guaranteed top prize of $100,000. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 
Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In New York, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-IN-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Contest not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Josh Applebaum. Josh, did you get all that? Uh, the, the BetMGM read? Make sure you... Uh, <laughs> all you got to do is get a perfect bracket. $10 million is yours, buddy. I know. No biggie, Femi. I always love it when like you start off with the brackets and it's like, you know, there are 200,000 people who have a per- perfect bracket after round one. Then it's like 50,000. Then it's like 1,000. Then it, It's crazy to me. And yeah. usually, Femi, it's the person who in your office pool hasn't watched a single game all year long and they bet based on like the cooler mascot or, you know, the, the colors that they like or something like that. So I uh, cannot wait to fill out brackets. And I actually have an article about how to create a contrarian bracket, mm. Femi, uh, which uh, might blow up a few people's minds here. Stay tuned for that. Uh, should drop tomorrow. There we go. We call that a tease in the industry. Uh, let's bring in <laughs> our next guest here, though, to talk some more hoops. He is our guy that hosts the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, also the VEASAN senior NBA analyst. He is Jonathan Von Tobel. JVT, hope all is well, man. Uh, we'll talk about the NBA in just a little bit, but to continue with the Selection Sunday theme here, you have a couple college basketball plays, first one starting in the Big Ten between Penn State and Purdue. Yeah, look, in, in these types of situations, guys, it is a little bit more situational when it comes to some of the handicapping, and we've seen now a couple of times this pops up around this time of year, and it's these teams that are on these runs in these conference tournaments that didn't get one of the top seeds, and so they're playing extensive basketball, right? This is a fourth game in four days now for Penn State taking on Purdue, and it can manifest itself in a couple of different ways. We've seen teams that kind of tend to blow up in the second half of some of these games. We saw it happen with Purdue, or excuse me, Purdue. We saw it happen with Campbell about, what, three or four days ago. We saw it with a couple of squads who were playing their fourth games where the legs kind of, kind of tend to wash out from underneath them. I'm going to play Purdue here in the first half. I think for the game, number might be a little rich here. Purdue gets credit, I think, a ton of credit for what they did yesterday against Ohio State, snuffing that thing out. The Buckeyes looked like a team of destiny. They were running, and they took care of business in a very easy way, especially taking control at the end of that first half and never really letting the Buckeyes back into that thing. So I think Purdue's playing at a pretty good pace right now, and it's just better for them. This is only their third game in three days as opposed to what Penn State's had to go through and what they had to go through yesterday in terms of a game that looked like they were going to win comfortably, but they had to stave off Indiana in that comeback effort. So this situation went for a Purdue first half minus four here. JVT, thanks so much for joining us today. I wanted to ask you kind of a macro question and then a micro question. The big question is, you know, you're our, our NBA expert, but you're great at all sports. How do you change the way that you approach betting NBA versus college? Because I think a lot of bettors will say, hey, it's basketball. It's the same sport. You know, maybe I can apply the same thought process here. But, you know, wh- what's your starting point? What little tips can you give to bettors, you know, versus college versus NBA? Then also, I think you're looking at a couple games today, including one that caught my eye, the Blazers. Looks like they went from a dog to a favorite. Uh, looks like Portland's pretty sharp, but you might be waiting on the injury report there. Yeah, so I think, Josh, overall, when it comes to this, and I think the same rings true for both, like, going from pro football to college football and then pro basketball to college basketball, which is, like, I think in college hoops, situations tend to play out a little bit more strongly, right? You know, we're talking about the fourth game in four days for Penn State here against Purdue and some of these other teams in conference play, uh, right? Coming off of very big road wins, for example, and then going back on the road to play certain opponents. Those are pretty poor spots for some of these teams in college hoops. I think that's one of the things that I've bought into a little bit more. Outside of the matchups, which totally matter, I think one of the things, Josh, that I've really had to adjust is situations do matter quite a bit more in college basketball, and that that is something that you really have to adjust for, and home court meaning way more 
in a lot of these spots once you were talking about regular season contests. But I think that's definitely at the top of the list. And as far as the game you brought up, yeah, we're starting to, right before we came on, it was sit and pick. Now it's flashing a one and a half. So it does seem that Portland is the side. So there's still a couple of picks out there. And I'm going to grab that with Portland. Look, New Orleans having a really tough time offensively. And CJ McCollum is not the same guy that he was at, at the end of last year, at the beginning of this year. He's on the court. Their net rating gets worse by about three or four points per 100 possessions. He's not contributing to them offensively. He's having his worst year as a defender. And he's never been like a shutdown defender by any stretch, but he's always been a good team defender. This is worst year in terms of impact on defense for the New Orleans Pelicans. I just think when you're looking at this now, uh, is it up to one and a half now? If you still grab those picks, that's there. But Portland, they have a dominant scorer in Damian Lillard. He's going to play, it looks like. He's listed as probable. I think this is a spot where Portland's going to be able to take care of business, take advantage of this really, really bad New Orleans Pelican squad that's sliding. It might be sliding out of the play-in at this point. We're speaking with Jonathan Von Tobel, host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast with the VEASAN senior NBA analyst. JVT, this time last week, the vibes were immaculate for the New York Knicks at one yep. night straight. We had the Emmanuel Quickly game against Boston. Since then, they've lost three straight, hit a little bit of a rough patch. Now they're taking on the Lakers back-to-back game, little double dip in L.A. Two-and-a-half-point dogs, total 225. Can the Knicks get right in L.A.? Yeah, and this is interesting. So this is a second leg of back-to-back for the Knicks. Uh, they were still in L.A., so it's not like a massive change, right? They're just going to stay in the same city. And the, the benefit for them here, guys, is it was an early game yesterday, right? They tipped off at 1 p.m. Pacific time against the Clippers, got that game out of the way, and then, of course, you know, got the rest, do whatever they want to do in L.A. before they get ready for this game. So while it is a back-to-back, it is not the same type of back-to-back that we usually see. You can almost equate it to like a home-and-home for some of these teams, right? They play these uh, back-to-backs when they're playing at home, and you just go back home, rest, and then get ready. So... Same thing. I find this interesting, though, Pammy, for a couple of reasons. You want to see what the injury report's going to look like. First off, Jalen Brunson's been dealing with that sore foot, Mm. and he did not play yesterday. We don't know if he's going to play here or not today. Would assume that maybe a day off he would play here on the second leg of a back-to-back. But I find more interesting what the market has been doing. So yesterday, I thought it was pretty weird. Jalen Brunson gets ruled out he's not going to play, but the market comes in pretty strongly on New York. It opened up, I think, six in favor of the Clippers in some spots. Ended up closing four and a half. And whether that was the market fading the Clippers, which has kind of happened the last couple of games, moved against them in the Toronto game, ended up winning cover in that game, moved against them yesterday, ended up winning and covering that game. Or, and I think this is maybe a little bit what happened, I think some of the market thought, hey, early tip time, this is not a good situation for the Clippers. Not realizing it was only 1 p.m. Pacific time and that the Knicks were in the midst of a West Coast trip. Regardless, I find it odd that now the market is moving against the Knicks yet again. And to your point, Femi, a week ago, this team was at the top of the world, right? This is a team that the market said was on equal footing with the Cavaliers, maybe even better on a neutral court standpoint. Now they're in L.A. taking on the Lakers with maybe Jalen Brunson coming back. And then the market's like, no, these two teams might be equals. So if Jalen Brunson's going to be back out there, and this gets to like three because there's a three over at Circa where you're sitting right now, Femi, this would be a pretty good spot, I think, to come in and buy low in the New York Knicks. I want to see if Brunson's going to be available, but the, the market, I think, is swinging maybe a little too far in the other direction. JVT, I think one of the hardest ways or the reasons why NBA is so hard to bet on, and you mentioned it, you kind of alluded to it, waiting on the injury report, is that we never know who's going to play and who's not. I think it's really difficult for betters to make a play at you know 9 a.m. or noon for a 7 o'clock game and then figure out, hey, I love my cap, but then boom, you know, Paul George is out or LeBron's out. It just makes it really difficult. So I find myself betting on a lot of futures and I really look toward the award market as a lot of value. Like right now, there's not much value on MVP. It's going to be most likely Jokic minus 300 rookie of the year. Bank Carroll, he's like minus 10,000 most improved Lori Markin and minus 300 all pretty big favorites here. But here's where hopefully you can make our, uh, our listeners on Nesson some money here. JVT two props that are basically a coin flip here. 
Any thoughts on sixth man? Emmanuel Quickly and Malcolm Brogdon are both minus 110. You had Quickly a favorite after that big game against the Celtics. He was like minus 180 about a week ago. That's both minus 110. And then defensive player of the year. Jaron Jackson's been the favorite pretty much all year. He was like minus 190 about a week ago. I'm now seeing Brooke Lopez now minus 120 with, with Jackson minus 110. So any thoughts on sixth man and defensive player of the year, JBT? I'll say really quickly, one of the names that is now being banted about as a sixth man of the year candidate, Josh, that you could find. I think right now he's 40-ish. To, no, actually, he dropped now to 10 to 1. Um, Malik Monk is is quickly rising in the narrative here. <laughs> now, again, these are all, like, it's narratives and it's articles. You don't really get an idea of who's going to win this thing. But I think overall, if you were kind of looking anywhere, might be Brogdon, who's been the leader all year long, has been a lot of top of the articles in terms of media members throughout the entire season, and is probably, I would say, going to win this thing. But outside of that, when you're talking about defensive player of the year, I think most of that movement comes from uh, Lopez's six. It was a nine block performance the other night. Uh, I would say this. If Jaron Jackson dips to like even money or better, I think you're coming in and taking a little piece of Jaron Jackson Jr. Not big. Still got some foul issues. But I do think that he's a guy that has turned a lot of heads. And he got 11 first place votes last year. That really is massive for things to carry over in awards like this. He was already there in front of voters last year and continued it this year, and I think he's probably going to be able to grab that thing. So even money or better, Jared Jackson Jr., I'd grab it. I would love for quickly to to win sixth man of the year. Me too. We, we, we need the Knicks to start winning some damn games here, guys. Let, let, let's get the vibes back up in New York. The Mecca <laughs> will get it loud. Spike Lee clapping and everything. He is JVT, host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, also VEASAN senior NBA analyst JVT. Enjoy Selection Sunday. We'll start hour number two with Josh Klein of the Riot Report talking Carolina Panthers. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.